the resurrection, it is not an event to be celebrated. It is a man that elevated. The son of the infinite divine God that rose and levitated. The one that was the perfect sacrifice for a debt that couldn't be emancipated. At least not by mankind. The one who had authority to make the blind see, save the ones in need, make disease flee, find the lost sheep and set the ones in bondage of sin free. The name is Jesus, the King of Jews. His birth started time, so what does that tell you? Ministered for three years, even though people refused, showed many signs, and people still acted like they had no clue. I mean, who knew that God loved us so much that sending his one and only son would be for you? or even for a second chance. Wanting a relationship, restless nights pursuing the Father's plan. Coming down and being fully God and fully man. Begging you to take his hand. Hold on, I know this lifetime may be hard, but there's greater if you give him a chance. He knows your pain. He knows your shame. He knows what it's like to be humiliated and blamed. He knows the world will hate you because of his name. He knew it was a mistake to give you salvation, mercy, and grace. So each whip that tore his flesh, each hit that brought him closer to death, the crown of thorns around his head, mock, spit on, torment, profound nails in each wrist, hung up like a discomfort, and through his bloody eyes, and with each breath of pain, the last three words, it is finished, the beginning of change. He knew it was worth it. He knew it was worth it. Cause on the third day, all of earth would shake. They would see that the Messiah, the King of Kings, could not be kept in the dead state. They would see that he has the keys of Calvary. They would see that he is the risen King. Death has no sting. Rejoice because we serve a God of victory. The feet should not be in your vocabulary. Lost should not be in your dictionary. We serve a God that went through hell and back because he believed we were worthy. We serve a God that cannot hold down because he is mighty. I am the daughter of royalty. If he stands with me, then who can sin against me? And how can I lose if he who is in me has the victory? So I will tell the world, my God is the risen king. My God died for me, and my God is the resurrection. So no, the resurrection is not an event. It is a person, Jesus. Hey, Extraordinaries, welcome back to the podcast. That was a poem I wrote called Resurrection. And I know you're probably like, Andy, like, that wasn't live at all. I know it wasn't live. Resurrection is one of my top three favorite poems. Like, bro, top three? Yes. Resurrection? Most definitely. Um, I'm going to say top three of all my favorite poems right now are most definitely Mirror Talk, Resurrection, and Positive Results. Um, do I have a specific order? No, because they're all good. Um, I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit was just speaking through all of them. So I really can't pick, but yeah, so that's why I didn't do like a live, um, because I really wanted y'all to hear like the whole instrumental and like, man, the spirit was just moving. Cause I actually got there to perform that on resurrection Sunday. So obviously the overall theme, um, is talking about, you know, Jesus being the resurrection and, um, resurrection Sunday not being, um, this misconception of like Easter and like this pagan holiday, but the true meaning, you know, behind um, all of that um, worldly, you know, like cover up. Um, what inspired me to write it? 
So funny, right? Um, I even this it's kind of funny how like everything like works out or like how everything comes about with me writing these poems. I remember it was like late February after I wrote um, Black is Beautiful and I did L.O.V.E. And my youth pastor called me and he was like, like, yo, you know, I really think like, you know, you should like do this um, spoken word resurrection sunday and i was like bro like you for real for real like for your like y'all for real for real he was for real for real y'all like this was like the big stage like for me like you know during that time like the sanctuary was like the big stage like i'm gonna be on the big stage like you forever (laughs) so yeah and that's what really like inspired me to write it but how y'all know like man i just be in my secret place like all of these poems i write i'm in my secret place like that's why, like, the bars are so, like, yo, like, you feel me? That's why you, like, bro, like, that was hard. Because I be talking with the Holy Spirit. Like, he be helping me. He be just, he just be giving me creative ideas and stuff. So, like, yeah, man, that's really what um, inspired me to write it. Um, who inspired me? Who inspired the poem? And stuff like that. And now we're going to get into the breakdown of the bars. So, the first bar... The resurrection, it is not an event to be celebrated, it is a man that elevated. The son of the infinite divine God that rose and levitated. The one that was the perfect sacrifice for a debt that couldn't be emancipated, at least not by mankind. So you guys already know the overall theme um, of the poem is Jesus being the resurrection, right? So when I say it's not an event to be celebrated, I'm talking about like, you know, what mankind has made it to be, which is Easter when it's, which is all about like bunnies and eggs. And you know what really confused me, y'all? Bunnies don't lay eggs. Like, did y'all know that? Like, bunnies do not lay eggs. It took me a minute to learn that. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I probably learned that last year. Because I just, like, like I just assumed, like, bunnies laid eggs. Because, like, you know, it was, like, bunnies and eggs. But, like, there's no... What is the relationship? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, y'all. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But bunnies don't even lay eggs. So, yeah. So the resurrection is Jesus, which is a man that elevated um, and was the son of the infinite divine God. And I mean that because he rose on the third day, y'all. Death could not hold him. He defeated death in the grave. Death could not hold him. On the third day, he was get he was getting up and he was bringing all the holy people with him. OK, he was bringing me with him. He brought me with him. He got up and I'm with him, too. OK, I'm living with Jesus. But yeah, so if you guys don't know. Jesus lived a perfect life. And when I say that, I mean, he lived a life free of sin. And that's what made him perfect, right? And that's what made him a perfect sacrifice to free us from sin. Because he had no sin. He knew no sin. But yet, he took on sin to free us from sin. Um, So, in the Old Testament, I was actually studying, um, what book? Leviticus. And in the Old Testament... Um, when you give an atonement, um, for sin, it had to be free of blemish and spotless, right? And Jesus was the only human being, um, that walked this earth that was free of sin, spotless with no, with no blemish. And that's why he did what he did on the cross because he was the only perfect atonement for, you know, our sins. He was the only sacrifice that could live like that could measure up, you know, to that, um, Man, like, how do I want to... Holy Spirit, help me. 
like he was the only um atonement and sacrifice that could be so powerful to be an atonement for our sins if that makes sense y'all know what y'all know what i'm trying to say y'all know what i'm trying to say but yeah and you like can we let's hold on hold on on. let's just sit on the cross real quick y'all realize jesus the only begotten son of god died on the cross shed blood y'all his blood was like his blood had to be so powerful y'all gotta understand when jesus died on the cross for us it washed the past present and future sins of our life hold on 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 wait a minute and it's like not only did he do it for one person, two, but for the world. Oh my goodness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Y'all, the blood must have been that powerful. I think we desensitize ourselves to the cross because it's like, oh yeah, I just died for my sins. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he die for some of them or all of them? Oh, Jesus died for our sins. Okay. Was it for some or all? And if it's for all, doesn't that include the future ones that we haven't done yet? Man, the cross? Oh my gosh, I could sit on this, but this is not even, you know what I'm saying? But man, like you got to understand the power. Like he must be the son of God. You feel me? If he washed all of our sins, y'all, this is like, we're talking about millions of people past, present, and future. And now we have the ability to approach God's throne with grace and confidence. Listen, if if God ain't good, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, what? Anyways. Anyways, anyways. Next bar. The one who had authority to make the blind see, save the ones in need, make disease flee, find the lost sheep, and set the ones in bondage of sin free. So if you study the Gospels and study the life of Jesus all throughout his life, he continued to save and heal people. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't know how Jesus did it. Like, I was reading the book of Matthew, and it was like every single time, thousands of people are coming to this man to get healing. And he healed all of them. Like, the patience and the time and the energy. Like, sir, it couldn't be me. Like, I would have been like, all right, like, my shift is up. Okay, but he was like, no, I'm going to heal everybody that comes to me. Like, God is good. Like, Jesus is out here, like, just healing, like, thousands of people on a daily basis. And it's like, it's not the same people. Oh, my. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I felt that. Oh, my gosh. This is a word for somebody. Jesus healed thousands of people on a daily basis. They weren't the same because as soon as they received their healing from Jesus, oh my gosh, their life changed. They didn't have to, oh, Jesus' touch was that powerful. Jesus' healing was that powerful that the when the people received healing from them, it healed everything, every bone in their body, every disease. I don't know who this is for. But if you feel like you're being like Jesus has missed you or you haven't received your healing, listen, sis, he healed brother or sis, he healed 
thousands of people, different people on a daily basis. Your healing is not missed. Trust that when Jesus heals you, every bone in your body, everybody connected to you is going to recognize that you have been healed, that you have encountered Jesus, that you must have been in your secret place because the healing will change your life forever. I don't know who that was for, but I felt like the Holy Spirit was talking to somebody behind this screen. But yeah, Jesus healed uh, thousands of people on a daily basis and did such miraculous works, y'all. Like he was out here. You can see now. Get up and walk. Stretch out your hand for me. Like he was out here doing it. Y'all gotta study the Bible, man. The Bible is good. Whoever tell you the Bible is boring is lame because they don't read it for real. But y'all need to study the Bible. Next bar. The name is Jesus, the King of Jews. His birth started time. So what does that tell you? Ministered for three years, even though people refused. Showed many signs and people still acted like they had no clue. And I had to let y'all know who I was talking about. The one and only Jesus. Okay. The one and only Jesus Christ. JC on the track. You know what I'm saying? But when I say his birth started time, I'm talking about how the calendars are literally created according to his birth. BC before Christ. AD after his death. Like, let's not act like BC is what? Before. What? What is it? It's like common error or like something like that. It's before Christ and after his death, please. His birth started time. What is that? If that doesn't tell you he's the one and only Jesus Christ, the one who rose, I don't know what they tell you at this point. Like, his birth started time. And yet, God operates outside of time. Oh my goodness gracious. God is good. But, and then uh, when I talk about, like, ministered for three years, even though people refused, showed many signs, and people still acted like they had no clue. Listen, the Pharisees was hating on my dog, JC, for real. Like, every little move he did, they was like, um, that's unorthodox. That's not according to the law. Like, he is the law. Like, he made a lot. Like, what is y'all talking about? Like, y'all really hating on my dog, for real. Like, come on now. They was hating on Jesus Christ, okay? But Jesus wasn't even worried about them. He was just doing his thing. Like, he was like, listen, I'm on an assignment. I'm on purpose, purpose calling. I don't got time to answer y'all calls. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he doing his thing out here, but... Yeah, um, the next bar. I mean, who knew the that God loved us so much that sending His only His one and only Son would be for you, or even for a second chance. Wanting a relationship, restless nights, pursuing the Father's plan, coming down and being fully God and fully man, begging you to take His hand, hold on. I know this lifetime may be hard, but there's greater if you give Him a chance. Listen. Trials, there there will be trials and tribulations being a Christian, okay? It's not easy. The walk is not easy at all, but it's so rewarding. Like, you know, there are, like, there are, like, like, people ask me, like, like, Andy, like, you know, like, <laughs> how do you do it? You know, like, people ask me, and I'm like, man, like, God is good. Jesus is good, you know what I'm saying? But, yes, it's hard, like, every day. Like, yes, it's a daily battle, like, every day, but, like, God is still good. Like, Jesus, like, you have to get to know for yourself. Like, I know, like, if I tell you, like, what I got going in my life, it seems crazy. And you're like, how, wh why are you even smiling? But it's like the joy that I have. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this joy is from heaven. Like, you feel me? Like, 
the world didn't give it to me, so the world can't take it away, you know what I'm saying? But you just got to, like, get to know him for yourself, you know, and experience that for yourself, then you'll really understand. But if I'm telling you, like, yeah, like, my house burnt down, like, two days ago, and I'm still here, like, God is good, you're going to be like, okay, like, do you need to go to the mental hospital? Like, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? But, like, God is good, like, you just got to, you just got to taste and see for yourself, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, and I just wanted to share Romans 8.18, which is, like, man, like, all time, not like all, well, yeah, well, one of my favorite verses, like, really one of my favorite verses, and one of the verses I had to remind myself, like, on a daily basis when I was really going through it, y'all, like, there was, like, a point in my life where it was, like, really bad, and I had to repeat this self, I mean, I had to repeat this verse to myself, like, on a daily basis, and it says, Romans 8, 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And I had to keep reminding myself because it's like, yes, there's hardships. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's dreadful. Yes, you feel weary. Yes, you want to give up. But if you keep going and endure all these hardships and all these things coming your way, it's going to make you stronger. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help you learn. But there's going to be glory on the other side. When Jesus was on that cross, he had to suffer. There was pain. It was dreadful. I'm pretty sure he was weary. But he knew the glory that was going to be revealed on the other side. That's what kept him on the cross. The love for us. And he recognized, okay, if I just stay a little longer. 2022 years, 2022 years later, there's going to be a little girl, Andy, standing behind, you know, this or speaking behind this screen to minister to her brothers and her sisters. So if I just stay here, I know her, the glory that I'm going to, that is going to be shown through her is worth it. So yeah, Romans 8, 18. And then the next bar says, um, he knows your pain. He knows your shame. He knows what it's like to be humiliated and blamed. He knows the world will hate you because of his name. He knew it wasn't a mistake to give you, um, to give you salvation, mercy, in grace we serve a god that can empathize with us like he understands our pain he knows what it's like to be humiliated and blamed y'all he was on the cross naked he was on the cross naked y'all he understands humiliation he understands what it's like to be blamed even if he if you never like you know done like he was accused of something he was, he was accused as a criminal, y'all. This man was innocent. And he was accused as a criminal. He knows what it's like to be blamed for no reason. He knows what it's like to endure pain. He knows what it's like to endure shame. He knows what it's like. We serve a God that can empathize with us. He's not sitting, you know, on the throne and is like, oh, like, I don't know what that's like. He's like, no, no, no. Come to me. Because I know exactly what that's like. I know exactly what you're feeling. Because I've been through that. That's the type of God that we serve. That can empathize with our feelings. That can understand what place that we're coming from. That can understand our cries. Y'all, when Mary's brother, Lazarus, when he died, Jesus wept with Mary. He didn't say, oh, like, I can't, I don't really understand, like, why are you crying? No, no, no. He wept with Mary, even though he knew that he was going to bring him back to life. He wept with her. That's the type of God that we serve. And then the next bar says, So each whip that tore his flesh, each hit that brought him closer to death, 
the, the crown of thorns around his head, mocked, spit on, torment, profound nails in each wrist, hung up like a discomfort. When you study the Gospels, you really see the dis the how disrespect how disrespectful like um the I don't know who they were but the I'm gonna call them the crucifiers the crucifiers um were to Jesus like y'all this man is being spit on Jesus is being spit on let somebody spit on me like let somebody spit on me like I'm being honest I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm some like holier than that no. Let somebody spit on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man, Jesus, is being spit on. Mocked. Beaten to his... Y'all, he was beaten to death, and then he had to go face death. Like, this man is being disrespected to the max. Being disrespected to the max. And I just want to read Matthew 27, 28 to 30, and it says, They stripped him. And put a scarlet robe on him. And then twisted a crown of thorns and set it on his head. Twisted a crown of thorns. Twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hell, king of Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him in the head. Again and again. This is what they did. This is just a glimpse, y'all. This this ain't. This is just a glimpse too. Like this, not even the full thing. You feel me? But this is what Jesus went through before he had it, before he had to endure the cross. And the reason why he went through all of this is because of how much he loved you, how much he loved me. It wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross, y'all. It wasn't um it wasn't anything else. It was his love for us. That's what made him endure all of this. That's what made him um that's what allowed him to stay on the cross because of how much he loved us. Oh, God is so good. Next bar. And through his bloody eyes and with each breath of pain, the last three words, it is finished, the beginning of change. He knew it was worth it. He knew it was worth it. John thir- John nineteen thirty. it says, when he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Through his bloody eyes and with each breath of pain. And then he said his last three words. It is finished. Oh my gosh. You know how powerful? Y'all know how powerful like that is? It is finished. What is finished? What is finished? Tell me what is finished. No more. Oh, you are free. No more bondage. You're free. Y'all. I could sit here and... Oh my gosh. I could sit here... I'm going to get emotional. Because, like... The Gospels... Are so important... To study... Because you really see the life of Jesus... 
and you see it from different perspectives and it's like each time you read a different gospel you get a different revelation you get a different perspective of Jesus being on the cross Jesus before the cross and Jesus after the cross and it's like man a human being y'all a human being God in the flesh fully God and fully man he had the power to stop it right then and there but he endured it. And it's like, why? What? No, you have to ask yourself, not even why, but what type of love that has to be that you would endure all of that, that you would go through all of that for me? What type of love is that? And that's the type of love I want to know. That's the type of love I want to have. That's the type of love that I want to be in covenant with. God is so good. And in the next, and in the, um, the next bar, he knew it was worth it. Cause on the third day, all of earth would shake. They would see that the Messiah, the King of Kings could not be kept in the death states. They would see that he has the keys of Calvary. They would see that he is the risen King. Um, in the, in Matthew, um, was it in Matthew? Oh, it was in Mark. I have the verse right here, y'all. Mark 15, um, 38. The curtain of the temple was torn in from, torn into from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw, saw how he died, he said, surely, surely this man was the son of God. Oh, he had to be the son of God. I think we messed up. I think that was the son of God, y'all. He had to be the son of God. Surely this man was the son of God. He stood there in front of Jesus and saw how he died. <laughs> Y'all, they didn't take his life. He gave it up. And Mark, it says, Father, he said, it said, Father, I commit my spirit to you. They didn't take his life. He gave it up. He said, <laughs> he said, my job is done here. He said, I'm done now. It's finished. It's done. It's finished. He gave it up. And I just want to share, um, I just want to share, um, Mark 16, six to seven, because in the last two lines, I said, um, they will see that he has the keys of Calvary. They will see that he is the risen King. Um, he is risen. And, um, I just want to share Mark 16, six to seven, because Mary goes to the tomb and, you know, she goes to the tomb, um, to see like Jesus body. And the angels, like, you know, like, they pop up and like, yo, like, hey, what's, how's it going? And um, it says, do not be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. You're looking in the grave for something that has, <laughs> you're looking in the grave for something that has life. Why are you looking in the grave for something that has life? Don't look for death when you should be looking for life. See the place where they told him. See the place where they, um, oh, see the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And in the next bar, death has no sting. Rejoice because we serve a God of victory. Defeat should not be in your vocabulary. Law should not be in your dictionary. Please watch your mouth. 
the Bible says the tongue has um the the tongue has power of life and death in it. Watch your mouth. If you serve a victorious God, how can you lose? Defeat should not be in your vocabulary. What is defeat? <laughs> what is that? I don't know what defeat is because my God is victorious. My God is a winner. How can I lose? Loss should not be in your dictionary. I never took a loss. I took a lesson. I don't take as I take lessons. Okay. Um, and then the next bar says, we serve a God that went through hell and back because he believed we were worthy. We serve a God death cannot hold down because he is mighty. He did it for us. While we were still sinners, Christ showed his love and died for us while we were still sinners. He saw worth in us. He said, I'm going to die for you anyways, <laughs> whether you like it or not, whether you want me to or not, I'm going to die for you anyways, because there is value in your life. There is worth in your life. You, you are called, you are chosen. You are an heir. When you receive Christ, when you put your faith in him, you become an heir. You become a daughter or a son of royalty. Okay. He saw value in you. He saw worth in you. Please know that. Please recognize that. And the next bar says, I am a daughter of royalty. If he stands with me, then who can stand against me? And how can I lose if he who is in me has the victory? So once again, I don't take L's. I take lessons. Um, I never lost a battle because my God won them all. So, you know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah, I am a daughter of royalty. You know, this I wrote this bone, so obviously I'm gonna say I'm a daughter of royalty because you know, I am a daughter of royalty. You know, I'm a girl, so like, I'm a daughter of royalty. Like, I'm a woman, of, I'm a woman of God, y'all. Like, I'm really out here full stepping to what God has called me to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I do. I just step with God, you feel me? Like, He lead, I follow, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, listen, no, you y'all better recognize who y'all are in Christ, okay? I'm gonna keep saying it till y'all get it, okay. But yeah, his spirit dwells in me. So like, I ca I literally cannot lose, y'all. Like, I can't lose because my God is victorious. Like, I don't take L's for real. Anyways, um, the next bar, the last bar, actually. So I will tell the world, my God is the risen king. My God died for me. And my God is the resurrection. So no. The resurrection is not an event. It is a person. Jesus. Jesus is the resurrection. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the resurrection. I, and I'm going to tell the world that. That's one thing about me. I'm going to tell the world about Jesus. That's one thing about me. I'm going to talk about Jesus. Okay? But Jesus is the resurrection. That's is the true meaning of resurrection sunday okay please do not this pagan holiday of easter listen i'm gonna just mind my business and I, i'm gonna celebrate jesus but um <laughs> yeah jesus is the resurrection y'all he is the resurrection like the resurrection the resurrection jesus is the resurrection but I really hope on um, this episode, this EP really ministered to you guys. And I hope you guys really got that revelation. Like, 
Jesus is the resurrection. And I really encourage you guys to study the gospels, man. Get into your word. Study the gospels, man. Like, especially study the book of John and Mark. Um, I really love John and Mark, you know, in particular, you know, that's my, in my opinion. But yeah, like study the gospels, man. Like read about Jesus and his life, like, and study the cross. Please do not become desensitized to the cross because it was so brutal. Like this man, Jesus had to endure so much. You feel me? And I feel like we become desensitized to us. Like everybody knows like, oh, Jesus died for my sins. Okay. Yeah. He died for my sins. No, no. Oh my gosh. He died for your sins. You ever been dead before? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like do not become desensitized to something that is so like, it's so powerful and if we really grasp like the understanding of like jesus died one time all he had to do was die once he didn't do it a couple times y'all he did it one time it was one and done one and done he said it is finished one and done like you have to understand how powerful the blood is that all he had to do it was one time and it washed past, present, and future. That is what all is. Man, I really hope y'all get the revelation. But thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I love you guys. God bless.